Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. By now, you certainly know that Instagram is a social media platform that is arguably the most important platform to establish your brand and business as we head into the future. Understanding that growing a following is simply what the world tells you is important, but in actuality is purely vanity with very little results. And that's why we have come to really appreciate and endorse Michelle Berman with the Instagram Power Method, who teaches you how to actually connect with ideal clients and attract them to you without having to sell. Michelle comes from a place of practicing what she preaches, as she has built her business 100% through organic Instagram leads. Everything is rooted in sales psychology and conversation based on tapping into the brains of your ideal client. Vanity metrics are for, well, vanity. Go connect with Michelle today. Check out PowerMethodMasterclass.com. That's PowerMethodMasterclass.com and be prepared to change your business's life. You should never focus your social media content on your profession. On episode 72, we are going to debunk my theory uh, that you can never focus your content on your profession. Now, I still will go to my grave saying that, but our guests today are two lenders, Nate Fain and Rebecca Richardson, who have built amazing followings on TikTok that produce consistent source of business leads and created new opportunities for expansion and collaboration. Tune in to hear how they're using their industry knowledge to create viral content and disprove my theories all wrong. Social genius, we are back for another episode, and this time it's going to look a little different. If you're looking at us, if you're listening to us, you're only going to hear one usual voice because the other one is not here, but I brought two voices with me. And they are uh, friends in the industry, and they have a pretty awesome story that I want to share. But first, let me introduce them. Many of you already know who these people are. They're known as the Mortgage Mentor on TikTok, also known as Rebecca Richardson, as well as the Mortgage Creator, who used to be Mortgages Are Boring, also known as Nate Fain. And uh, we've got some some cool some cool updates to share. But both of these people have grown big audiences and doing some big things with TikTok and really actually other platforms as well. So let's start before I, I, I clue them in as to really why you're here. Just kind of an introduction. I know I've inter interviewed both of you, but it's been a while. Uh, ladies first, Rebecca, who the hell are you? And um, uh, tell us kind of about your progression. Uh, and, and what turned you on to TikTok and what helped you grow and all that kind of good stuff? Sure. So who the hell am I? That's uh, quite the lead in. Um, <laughs> I'll jump, I'll jump forward to, I was doing, I started doing video content in, um, I would say 2018, 2019 started to just experiment with it a little bit more beyond, you know, kind of having evergreen videos um, on YouTube to essentially, <clears throat> excuse me, to embed them into emails 
So in late 2019, my teenage daughter was on TikTok. And so trying to be a good parent, um, wanted to see what sandbox she was playing in after she was already there, you know, so clearly being on the cutting edge, um, but had just asked for her to show me what it was about, what you could do with it and realized because a lot of the content that I was creating was all horizontal for YouTube. Obviously that doesn't translate over as well. If I was putting it on Facebook, starting to experiment a little bit with IGTV and stuff like that. But um, I asked her to just show me how I could use it more really as an editing tool um, because I was like, okay, this is set up ideally for vertical, vertical videos, more tuned in for social media. Um, and then I started posting just kind of general content, some mortgage stuff, some personal stuff, and was really blown away by the amount of engagement and people that were interested in mortgages on TikTok of all places. And so then it just started to evolve of creating more original content and not just trends. And so much so that you even had TikTok reach out to you, which was really awesome. Has that evolved from there or was that just a one-time thing? So that was, that lasted for about a year and a half. They had reached out um, for, a, I would say kind of a campaign that they were working on, learn on TikTok. Um, Cause if you go back to kind of, uh, you know, third quarter, fourth quarter of 2020, all the conversations around TikTok and bite dance and should it come down and things like that. And so I think TikTok was really trying to kind of legitimize the platform and make it the short form alternative to YouTube. Um, so they had, I was part of a creator group that they called learn on TikTok to incentivize us um, through, you know, swag and office meetings with TikTok and coaching and things like that to create more of that type of content and really kind of be what what TikTok is now is yes, there are trends and all of that, but there is a huge resource for short form content. Um, and so that lasted officially until about about two months ago that um, we're still kind of in the TikTok creators group, but not specifically for learn on TikTok with the same kind of, you know, um, structure around incentives to create that content. I love it. I love it. And that's cool. I mean, that's something that most creators can't say has ever happened to them. So um, I, I applauded you once for this and I'm going to applaud Thank you again because I still think it's very cool. And actually it should be more like this. It should be more like, yes, a, I, it, it was, it was like being a knighted, you know, it was like, we, we sanction your content. <laughs> um, so I've got some sweatshirts, got a really cool cake that had like, you know, um, sprinkles fall out of it and stuff like that around new Year's. So, so it was pretty cool. That's awesome. Got to That's be awesome. on a call with Nicki Minaj, you know, it was, um, stop it. Stop yeah. it. Did she have, did she have any mortgage questions for you? Oh, no, it wasn't me. I, listen, I was silent and in the audience. I, it was not. You got to listen. To up. I was just I was just happy to be in the room at the back of the room. So I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, I got I've got more questions, but I want to jump over to Nate and Nate do an introduction of yourself and kind of how this has evolved for you. And then we'll move into the meat and potatoes. So I started video marketing and, and producing content in sometime in 2018, uh, but it was all Facebook for the most part. And even dabbled in some Instagram as well. Didn't really go hard into Instagram that, that much, but I've always been a pretty big advocate for short form content. And I, the, the way that I kind of developed that is I started off, I mean, I, I addressed the elephant in the room, like mortgages are boring. Like, how am I going to get people to watch this? And I thought, well, I think speed's probably on my side. So my whole goal was to talk about mortgages in less than a minute. So back in the Facebook days, I, I had a series that I started and it was called Mortgage Monday Minute to Win It, where I had to talk about uh, something in the mortgage industry, some, some kind of mortgage concept 
while somebody in the background was doing some kind of like parlor game or like you know party game like one one girl was she was she was stacking cups in the background she was you know she was another LO in my office we had a bunch of fun with it got a lot of likes and and, and traction on Facebook but um I started there and then I I don't remember how I even found TikTok but I think I posted my first one in February of 2020 and um my story there is, is, is wild. I think it was a second or third video that I posted was a video of myself and my son, my oldest son. And um, it was doing pretty well. Like the first couple, three hours, I think I had like 10,000 views. And my first video had gotten like 70 or 80,000 views in the first week. I was like, man, I have never had that kind of traction <laughs> anywhere else. So my, I think it was my second or third video that I'm talking about. Um, it blew up. So I went to bed. It had like 10,000 10, views, something like that. It was getting some traction. I was pretty pleased with it. I woke up the next morning and, you know, I had put do not disturb on my phone, but I hadn't turned off the, edge, the, the notifications for TikTok. So I woke up and I literally had either 20 or 25,000 followers overnight. Mm -hmm. Like I woke up to that and just lines and lines and lines of notification of likes, comments, shares, everything. So I woke up and I was like stressed out. I was like, what, what do I do with this? You know, so, and then I just, I just leaned into it. Um, I kept creating uh, and then it was kind of the perfect storm that I had already honed my skills with short form content. So then this platform came, came around um, and then, you know, reels came around and shorts on YouTube came around. So it's really playing into the kind of content that I really love to create. Um, and I think the advantage that I had over a lot of other people that are just kind of now getting started in content creation is I had been doing that for two or three years prior to that. So I had really kind of honed my skill and the learning curve wasn't as steep for me. I was very lucky with that. Um, but then I just kept going and 2020 hit and, uh, throughout the summer, I, I kept posting content about mortgages was blown away. And then I think I, I think I got my first deal from TikTok, and it was either, it's either June or, or, or July of 2020. And then, um, from there it's, it's, it's been a party ever since. So in, if you can scroll Nate's, uh, TikTok, uh, he said it was, you said it was about the third video. I think it was, did? I think it was my third video. I mean, I remember that video before I knew you. Uh, I yeah. remember it coming up on my For You page. And so if you can share that link uh, in, in the show notes for this one, because it actually, the thing is, is for that to be your third video, I mean, it was well produced. Like it required yeah. jump cuts, right? I mean, it was really awesome. You, yeah. you were way ahead of your time in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I posted that on Facebook and Instagram and then also YouTube. And I, and, you know, truthfully, when I posted, when I was creating it, it was something for me to put on Facebook for clients, friends, realtors to just to get to know me and, and to see the personal side of me. I didn't ever expect it to do anything else on any other platform. It was, I hate to say by accident, but it wasn't like I was posting it. I was like, this is going to make me famous. Like I was like, this is going to do well on Facebook and I'll get some good traction and people are going to talk about it. I had, I never, I completely underestimated what I would do everywhere else. I love it. I love it. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to segue here real quick. And there's a couple people in the waiting room now, if you will let them in, but go ahead and, and turn off their uh, cameras, just put them in the background. Cause you know what, hell they're here. Let's let them in. Uh, don't hold the people back. Cause these are big Rebecca and Nate fans. So I don't want to, you know, I don't want to suppress that. 
Um, okay. So with that, uh, which I, and I will double check your link in the chat, uh, but Rebecca, then, so Nate has a very distinct, clear video that changed his, you know, the, the future that of where he is today. Do you have one video that you can remember that kind of changed yours? Um, no, I had, I had a couple early ones that, that popped off. I had one that was, um, you know, start of COVID. And so my, my son's school, all the teachers, you know, remember when they were like driving through neighborhoods so the kids could wave at them and stuff like that. So I had one that, and then I had one um, joking about how, you know, the CDC said, recommended that people stay home. And it was basically the punchline was introverts have been waiting for this our entire lives. So I did two of those that did, um, that did kind of pop off, but I wouldn't say, I certainly didn't wake up to 25,000. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still jealous, Nate. Um, but, um, it, mine has just been more of building because I think it kind of comes back to why I always advocate for building a community versus trying to like, you know, chase virality. Um, so that, that's how I've had success. So that, you know, is kind of why, why I preach that route or not, not putting the pressure on yourself to have a video go viral, meaning you don't have to have a video go viral in your niche in order to build up a successful, you know, successful following in a community. I agree. I agree. And, and there's a couple of things I want to follow up with that. So first of all, you know, what Nate did, first of all, both of you were early adopters. Therefore you probably reaped the reward of being early adopters. I have, and I'm not as big as you guys, but that's the reason why I have more followers. If I started in the last year, it'd have been a hell of a lot harder. We all know that, right? Nate, you did it without being mortgage content. And that's what really just skyrocketed you, Rebecca, you've almost leaned into it pretty much from day one. So this question's for both of you. You can both answer as you wish. You know, I preach, you guys know this, we've talked about this, so this isn't new. We're just doing this for the audience though, is, is I preach authenticity and like, I hate mortgage content. It bores me. You guys are an anomaly. I mean, you guys not only do it well, you do it and make people interested. And, and so what is your, what is your take on that? So when somebody comes to you and says, all right, I've been listening to Jeff for years. He says, don't talk about mortgages. You guys talk about mortgages. What should I do? What's well, thanks answer? for bringing us on um, as being the uh, the devil's advocate for all of your advice. The best. <laughs> it's, well, it's okay because there's no one way to do it. That's why That's why you're here, yes. right? Really? Well, and, that, and that's very, very true is no, there, there's, there's not one way to do it um, because it does come back to authenticity. And, and I think sometimes, you know, people get wrapped around the axle of, um, copying and I'm definitely not a fan of copying because I think that's part of the fun of being there is being able to show yourself. So if you're if you're doing exactly what somebody else has done, where's the personality in that? Mortgages are boring. Mortgages it is a very dry subject. So if you can't at least bring your own personality to it, why in the world should they follow you? Um the reason that probably I stick a little bit more to, to mortgage than you know, everything, but right. Like it's all, it's all kind of, um, you know, you have great boating content and I feel like I, I know the Ozarks now because of you. Um, but the reason I do it is just because I think this is who I am. I mean, I am, I am a mortgage nerd. I get very excited about this stuff and the potential that it can have for people. And I just want people to have those, um, you know, have those little nuggets of wisdom that can impact, you know, their life. I mean, I know that sounds really uh, cheesy, but it's true. So I think that that's probably why I do lean into that just because it is something that I find interesting. And also for me, there's a certain amount of fascination of just kind of experimenting. Um, 
you know, still I try to present maybe the similar topic in different ways because it's just fascinating to me to see what maybe resonates with people. Nate, your take on it? Well, so I, I kind of go back and forth on this, but what I did at a very, and, and how I build a community is, is the way that I looked at it is like, so that one popped off and then I came to realize like, I need to start creating content that is going to bring in my ideal client and my ideal follower. So if I'm, if I'm not posting something mortgage related, it's something that, it, that the algorithm is going to go find people that I've got some commonality with. So it's developing some kind of person to person human connection that we're all starving for right now, mm -hmm. um, specifically back in 2020. So uh, it's, it's a way for me to show my personal side. Um, admittedly, I get very bored talking about mortgages. So it's also a way for me to enjoy creating content. Um, but I also am a really big believer in people want to do business with people. So uh, every once in a while I show, you know, some, some of my personal side, but I've, I've kind of pivoted away a little bit from that to where the way that my personal side, my personality shows through is through my content, uh, through my sense of humor, through even the comments that I write. So I've kind of pivoted more towards that. But as far as like, what do you talk about? I mean, it goes back to, again, like people want to do business with people. So you, I'm not a huge believer in just sticking in your niche as long as your niche, I've always said like our niche is people. Our niche is not real estate. Our niche is not mortgages. Like at the end of the day, there's a huge population of people out there that want to do business with people. And my job is to capture that, those eyeballs and then remind them what I do on a daily basis for a living. Mm -hmm. Well, and you guys have uniquely done that with mortgage content. And it's funny because we just got off a coaching call and I literally was scolding the group. Just got to use the word scolding loosely, but I do this to realtors all the time. I'm like, you guys, we as an industry are the worst spammers on the planet. We spam and you know, we're hypocrites. We go, we go buy television services and, and apps and we pay not to see ads. And then we go on social media and we spam the hell out of the world. Right. Um, and so you guys, again, you're such an anomaly because I, I personally, if somebody came to me and said, I watch Nate and Rebecca, I want to be like them. I'll tell them do it, but you have a steep hill to climb because the odds of you hitting it like they have are much harder because they've already done it. I'm not saying you won't do it, but you're going to struggle to do it. Whereas you have a better odds of hitting an audience because you enjoy pickleball because you grow tomatoes, right? Because your husband is a professional fisherman, right? Because you can create Michael Jordan, Larry Bird videos, right? That to me, you got a better odds of doing shit. Um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try, right? It's like, again, there's no one size fits all. That's why you got you, we can talk because although we do it differently, it's both had a massive impact on our careers, which is a great segue because I thought this was absolutely fascinating. I know you guys, obviously, I don't know your third, the third person at all. Um, but here's what happened. Three people, all big TikTokers and excuse if there's background noise, my, my landscapers are here. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, you guys all came together, three different companies, right. And merged combined. And now you're a team. 
And I love this because, you know, most of our audience is real estate more so than mortgage. And, and this is like become very common, you know, the EXPers and the realers and all of these brokerages, like it's a big recruiting game. And you guys are a testimony of what this can do. Uh, and, and that is, you guys came together and I assume plan on building a mortgage powerhouse. You want to start with that one, Nate? Sure. So throughout my career, I've always been a huge believer and a big fan of surrounding myself with people that I've got some, were like-minded. Not only that, but also that they're better than me in a lot of other, in a lot of aspects, but then um, that will hold me accountable and push me. So, uh, and I think we all three do that in different aspects of our business. And that's why it works. I mean, like, you don't go ask Michael Jordan to go grab a rebound. You go ask Dennis Rodman to go grab a rebound. You don't go ask Michael Jordan to set a screen so that he can free up Scottie Pippen. It's the other way around. You know, it's, it's what makes a really good team is we all can do one thing at a pretty high level, which is create content. But we also have other talents that when we, when we form them together, like I say it every day on our calls, like what we're building is really something special. Um, it's outside the box for sure. It is more of a, it's such a 2022 model. Like this whole like work from home, let's do this remotely. Like it is so 2022, but I think, I think what, what we've found is that it is, isn't, it isn't like other mortgage teams that I've been on and that's not a knock to them. It's just like, I think I'm going to enjoy this structure more because Rebecca and I and Ariel and I, we all speak the same language when it comes to the way that we build and brand our business. That's the real key right there. But we also have different talents that make each other better. Rebecca? Yeah, I mean, that's, I can probably give a really good example. So um, Ariel posted a, vi a video last night about VA construction loans and it should, uh, I, I hadn't looked, but it's probably over a million already. So she posted hold, it. Hold hold that thought. What is Ariel's name on TikTok? So we're going to give it's her a, a pop. VA loan lady. VA loan lady. Thank you. VA loan lady. VA loan lady. Got it. And that is literally all that she does. Meaning if she gets a conventional loan or an FHA, she's like, oh, like, who can <laughs> I give this to? Right. So she had a video. It is at a million. Um, and she asked for us to, she was going to do a live uh, last night and just kind of like a live class on it as soon as she posted the video. And so she asked us to moderate uh, the comments, which, you know, it's just, it's nice to have people that process the world, the way that, that you do, that do business, the way that you do to come alongside you and support you. So you don't have to be a one man band. So what that looked like was Nate and I helping in the comments, all of that kind of stuff. And then she texts us after and she goes, oh crap, guys. She's like, I think it's going viral. Well, it did. So then what today looked like was, you know, basically kind of triaging her inbox, what states people are in, what states am I in that she's not, that people needed, having people on our team, being able to follow up with them to set appointments and all of that kind of stuff. And Nate can speak to this a little bit better, but, you know, when you have something like that, that you have this influx, the majority of us as, you know, kind of single producers, even if maybe we have a support, you know, team with us, like LOAs and processors, it's a lot to be that point person by yourself. 
So being able to do this helps to distribute that. So again, where our different strengths are, not just in content creation, not just product knowledge, but also the business of doing this business, we can tap into each other's strengths and come together versus trying to be all things to all people. And before Nate, you comment on this, first of all, she's got two TikToks. One, and it's the one that you're mentioning is that one damn ginger, mm-hmm. which also yeah, VA Lone Lady. Yeah. Do you know why she has two different uh, TikTok accounts? Um, because she was on a live and I think somebody was mentioning stuff that they shouldn't have mentioned and she got uh, she got temporarily banned. So she was like, I'll just... I'll just create another one. I'll just do another one. I'll get out there and I'll just build another one. But the, um, that, that damn, that one damn ginger is her main one. That video that got a million too is not even vertical. I mean, it's got the horizontal look with the black bars. It doesn't have the aesthetic. I mean, what a testament to, it doesn't have to be perfect to go viral. I'm, I'm just wondering why she doesn't have it pinned. She probably just hasn't done it yet, but. Yeah, she just hadn't done it yet. I mean, it's, I mean, what happens when you have how many, um, let's see, so it doesn't start blasting. Let me turn the sound down. What happens when you have 74,000 likes, uh, 1300 comments, yeah. 7,000 shares? Like we, as a team, woke up to about 100 different inquiries um, and several people just went ahead and started submitting apps. And it's not about the leads. It's about that that really spoke to a need that people have. And that's why we're there to kind of fill that space. But when that happens, because you can't predict it. I mean, like you can make a video that you think is just absolute fire and it'll be a dud. And then you do some, I mean, I I did one on opt-out pre-screen so people could, you know, stop um, trigger leads, you know, stop lenders from calling them when their credit's pulled. And I did it as a reply to some other video, you know, had come in from a run, definitely did not look camera ready, but on TikTok, you don't have to be perfect. It's not the Instagram aesthetic. And that went several hundred thousand. And I was like, shoot, I, felt, I wish I maybe would have put on a little bit of concealer or something if I knew that many people were going to see it. But that's part, that's part of why I think it's so fun is it takes away that pressure that you don't have to always be on or filtered or whatever. Just show up and give value, whether that value is entertainment, whether that value is information, if it's connection, whatever it is, you know, show up as yourself. Nate, do you ever do you ever uh, get concerned about not having concealer on? Uh, all the time. <laughs> Listen, I'm just mad that Nate can put on a hat and shoot a video because, like, all this hair, it doesn't just happen. So it's either I need to look like a goat, or apparently I need a little bit of prep time. You and every other woman I've ever talked to about social media and video, I, I get it. I get it. I'm totally yeah. teasing. There's no, there's no halfway. It's either you get me post run and you get what you get, or you might actually get some some preparation of the hair. But but I'm but I'm glad you do that because I see that stuff and honestly, it, it catches my eye. When you're dialed up, I'm like, eh, this is scripted. When you're not dialed up, I'm like, oh, what? Well, I'm gonna watch this. That's just me, and maybe not everybody, but yeah. And I, I mean, that's why I think that there's there's a place for all of it, right? I mean, sometimes people want something that looks a little bit more polished. So it doesn't look like I'm, you know, sitting in my grandma's basement, um, you know, slinging loans. Um, but at the same time, like Nate said, people want to do business with people. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a real person. I'm right here. This is what I do every day and I'm damn good at it, but you know, what I look like really doesn't matter, but that's why I, I do it in all kinds of different formats because people identify with different deliveries. What's your guys cadence? Uh, do you have a certain cadence of how many videos you want to post a day or a week or whatever? Uh, I mean, back in 2020, when I was on my content heater, 
um, that's what I call 2020 my content heater, but it was one in the morning, one around noon, and then one in the evening. Now that is a lot. Three a day. Um, three a day. So that's how I grew. Now what my focus is now that I'm kind of settled and I'm getting some better systems in place because back to what Rebecca and what we're dealing with, with, I say dealing with what we are working with on aerial <laughs> stuff today. Um, I had something similar happen to me in the fall of 2020 and it exposed a huge flaw in my system to where like I could not handle the influx. I had 30 something pre-approvals in one day. Like I'm, I don't have that. I don't have the capability of that. I didn't have the capacity of it. So I had, uh, you know, I started, I spent the next few months like revamping my system and, and Rebecca is phenomenal with systems. So even in the last month, like I've learned so much just with that. And now I feel like, you know, before I was driving like a, like a souped up Mustang. And now I feel like I'm, I'm about to crank up a Ferrari. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, what was your original question? Cadence, like how, what, what is oh, your, yeah. like, I mean, the, the thing with, um, the thing with these short form content, uh, apps and just that strategy, what I've found is that you really need to do, I mean, you really need to do one a day. That's, that's the consistent, like, it sounds so cliche and, 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 and what I've learned in the last years, like a lot of these cliches, specifically marketing and content creation cliches, they're correct. They're right. They're not cliches. Uh, no, they're not cliches. They are, they're fundamentals. Yeah. It's like um, location, location, location is not a real estate cliche. It's a fundamental. Yeah. Um, now with, with the consistency thing, like it's, it's, you know, think of it. I try to tell people like, think of it. Like if Budweiser just did an ad during the final four in the Super Bowl, like that's, that's not going to be that impactful. That's why they run ads all the time. Yeah. So that's how they have consistency and they're at golf um, tournaments. They're at concerts, they're everywhere. So it's, it's about getting more coals in the fire. And again, it goes back to what Rebecca said is like, you don't really like, you know, when some videos are going to do well, but every once in a while, there's some, it's like, I, I had no idea it was going to do that. And by you consistently creating content, you give yourself more swings at the plate for something like that to happen. Yeah. Don't focus on perfection, focus on consistency. Cause it's usually the imperfect ones that perform the best. Yeah. It's Rebecca, done is better than perfect. Basically. 100%, 100%. Um, and what's your, and what's your cadence once a day for the most part. I mean, it's, it's kind of at that point where like, if, I mean, I did post one this morning because I do edit hers. Um, but you know, if, if, if there's kind of like a crunch time or if I'm on vacation or something like that, no, I'm not because it's at that point that for the most part, if I put a video out, there's going to be, you know, a booked call from it or something, which is wonderful. Um, but it, it's at that point where I can kind of, you know, use that to, to, lead flow basically, you know, from the standpoint of kind of what, what's the capacity. So like when we were moving companies, I wasn't doing it as much because I wanted to make sure that I would be able to show up for those people and not be distracted because, you know, I was mid transition. Um, but, but daily is, is, I would absolutely say that my average is, is daily. And it's a huge blessing. I mean, we essentially have an on and off switch with our business. So like, if we are not where we need to be, or like we have already, you know, have enough business or like we're getting overwhelmed or we're going on vacation or we're switching companies or something, we can dial it back. Um, and then when we're ready, we flip the switch back on and go back into content creation mode. 
It's a yeah. huge blessing. It's a huge, I mean, it's, it's just, it's a massive amount of freedom. Not to mention for people like you and for anybody who's done it consistently over a period of time during those lulls of creation, you could just repost old stuff. And a lot of times that hasn't been seen by any of your audience anyway. So there's a, just a hack basically. Is there, is there a, uh, is there a little uh, in-house competition between the three of you about who's going to get the more fo most followers, most likes, most? No, um, I would, no, no, not really, because all of us do it differently. I mean, Nate and I are trying to com compete on YouTube and I would like to say that I do have more followers. Um, so <laughs> 300 read it and weep. Um, but anyway, um, no, we really, we really don't, especially because I think kind of, you know, sort of the home base, especially because of TikTok, our goal, the goal isn't more followers, more isn't better. It's connecting with the right people that we can bring value to. So whether that's, you know, whether that's 55, whether that's 130, whether that's 250 or whatever, all of it is, all of it is great. And everybody that there matters. I mean, it's kind of like saying like, oh, you know, you had a great backyard barbecue, but would it have been better if more people were there? Well, no, I had some phenomenal conversations and I'm thankful for the ones that I had. Well, and it's, you know, like touching on what she said, where we all three have different like capabilities. You know, I've said this to Ariel and said this to Rebecca before. Ariel is, she is not the best content creator. Don't get me wrong. She can create really good content, but she can connect with her community better than any other real estate professional on TikTok. She has got the veteran uh, demographic absolutely dialed in. And, and it's as a civilian. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. have like like she got invited to the barbecue. Like as a civilian, she is she's allowed to be there because so she's like, earned she, her way there. And I'm learning how to connect with my community a little bit better because of her. And that is what is like impressive and inspiring with me. Rebecca's probably the mix between us where she can make some really, really high-level content, but she's also really good at connecting with her community. Admittedly, like that is that is not something that I'm awesome at. Um, and I'm working on that. But I, I can. I can make some pretty good content, um, but seeing how they work uh, is helps me get better and them seeing how the other two work. Like we all just make each other better because we're all very good at specific things, but we all have some commonality when it comes to content. I love that. So basically the way I interpret that is Nate's the clown, Rebecca's <laughs> like the scholar and, and uh, your partner is, is the, uh, she's like the social butterfly. Sort of. So what, what we did coming together as a team, because I, um, I, you know, I brought, I brought some of my team, we've added on people that we know and all of that kind of stuff and have grown pretty quickly. Um, but what we did was that we did some personality like disc profiling, Enneagram. And then because we, when we were envisioning this, we said we were coming together kind of like the Avengers. So it's not like that there was like the mortgage creator team or the mortgage mentor team. It wasn't that all of us have our individual brands and our own individual ways of doing business, but how do we come together for shared resources? So that's what we started saying that we were the lender Avengers. So as the lender Avenger team, we had everybody on our team do that testing to then kind of see how they integrate um, and where those, where those strengths are. And it's been, I think it's been fascinating just to understand the perspective that people are coming from and like, there was something, I don't even remember what, what, what was it that last night that I said in our chat? And you said that that's, that's the most Rebecca thing you've ever said. You, you, you were, you asked Ariel what her password strategy was. 
Okay. Yes. Okay. There we go. See, there we go. So he goes, that is the most Rebecca thing ever. But I was like, but that's like, that's me. That's my personality is I'm like, I'm going to get the job done. I'm going to make sure that it's right. Like, here we go, you know? And so she was needing something. And I was like, well, what, like, what's your password? How do you not know your password? What, what's your password strategy? And she's like, I don't know, face, you know, face ID. She said, yeah. She said face ID. Face so ID. Like, Whereas like Rebecca would have a stroke if he's like, hey, you have to rely on, on, on. I was like, hope is not a strategy. Okay. So, but what, but what is great is coming together. And it was something I think, I think I replied back. I was like, I'm, I'm allowed, I'm free to be me in this group. Like, it's just like, I don't have to be anybody else than who I am. So it's been really fun to see how that layers and where maybe what some of my weaknesses are, somebody else picks it up and vice versa. You're a high D, high D, high S, aren't you? Hi D, hi C. I see. Okay. Is that the analytic one? Yep. Okay. Then I had the S and the C off then. Okay. Good. It's the, um, so Nate, fun fact, Nate and I are actually the same, but our Enneagrams are different. I could see some I and I could see some more I in you, Nate. I'm a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> the, the funny thing was, is that, uh, the, the business coach that's running this with us, I've worked with him for years. And so he did, you know, the exact same disc, like the, the platform that he uses the exact same test. I think it was 2014 and I was DI. So for the longest time, I'm like, I'm a DI, I'm a DI, you know? And it's like, and when it tested and he was like, you're not, and I'm like, I think it's wrong. He goes, you're not, you're not anymore. Think about where you were in 2014 and think about where you are now and how different you approach business. Cause I'm not doing networking events. I'm not doing lunch and learns. I'm not doing, you know, realtor lunches or any of that kind of stuff because, and I'm the happiest that I've been because this I can do really, really well. Yeah. So. Well, in, you know, going off of what she said about doing all these personality tests, I, this isn't necessarily content related, but it's team building related. It's really refreshing to, I think it's kind of cool to build a team like this. Because again, we're, we're, we're molding big personalities. Like we, if we wanted to, we could all go and do our own thing. We are big enough personalities and independent enough that we could do that very easily. And, we, and we've been successful in the past doing that. But we're all coming together and kind of molding together. And I mean, quite frankly, like that's one of our strategies going forward is like, if you want to join our team, you are going to take this test because we want to know more about you and see how you fit. And I think that's more, that's, that's so refreshing to like, really build a team around this like this kind of like one joint personality versus hey we want you to join our team because it's just pure profit we can find pure profit anywhere Mm -hmm. versus like we are we are building a team that will actively work better as a team and i think that's what's really cool about what we're doing right here yeah it's definitely a different vibe i mean like I, i i keep saying it is really fun for the like i'm excited that this feels fun and exciting again and it's because of the people that I'm doing it with. I'm, I, yeah, I, I can sense it. And, and Nate, you said big personalities, but I'm going to correct that and say it's big personalities behind the camera based on what right. you guys are telling me. Because <laughs> if you walked into a networking room, you're probably much quieter than you actually let off. Yes, because people come up and they're like, hey, let's do a TikTok. And I'm like, I don't, I don't dance and I don't TikTok in public. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I mean, and this is why we came together a couple of years ago. I think both of us and I came to, I, I approached both of you because we, all of us, including your partner, we're anomalies in our industry. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a unique industry and I love what you're doing because there's not many people doing it. And, 
and and you guys are going to find yourself saying this too, like I say to, because you know when I'm interviewing recruits or talking to prospective people, I'm like, listen, like we're we're covering a very small niche, and I know my niche really well. And you're either going to love us, or you're going to look at me like I've got three heads and not understand. And that's okay. Like right. I understand my niche, and and that's exactly what you guys are doing. And I think so. The last question I have for you because. Anybody listening to this is thinking to themselves a couple of things. A, they got some good some good uh, feedback on creating content. But as far as growth is concerned, because there's a lot of real estate agents that have downlines, there's a lot of real estate agents that might have teams that want to grow teams. There's mortgage people that want to have teams. You know, what is your advice? And you kind of alluded to it, Nate, a little bit. Like, you know, you're going to make them take the personality test. Right. You know, but I, the first thing I would think if I'm an outsider listening to this is, Oh man, I'm going to have to be on TikTok if I want to join their team. Uh, is that true? Is it, do they have to have a camera presence? I mean, cause, and I'll admit it. Like I tell people, you come join our team. I'm going to be pushing you to use bomb bomb. I'm going to yeah. be pushing you to get in front of the camera because I want to, I want you to differentiate. That's why you're joining our team. Right. right. Um, yeah. What, what is your take on that as it relates to advising someone who wants to emulate what you guys are doing? You want to go? I think, I think it's a two-part thing. One is, yes, it's, if you're going to be part of this group, this is what this group is like, like here, you know, and it's, it's more than just like some nice words as far as a mission statement, but it's, it's kind of, here's the group identity, right? This is how we roll. This is what it is. It's, you know, it's buttoned up or it's not, or it's this, or it's that, but like, this is who we are. That's not going to change. Secondly, from the standpoint, I don't expect for somebody to necessarily be on TikTok or play in the same sandbox, but I think for yes you know it is very it it helps with just kind of that strategy to understand where people are coming from to understand that because we do put ourselves out there that people naturally will come to us with really oddball situation because they're like you're this great beacon of light of mortgage knowledge that seems to know how to do random things so you we want somebody that does play in those spaces whether it's on instagram or youtube or tiktok or whatever because it's a different way of approaching this. Did she, yeah, I was going to say, is that her? Yeah. All right, you 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 pick it up then. So I mean, I, I you you kind of touched on this earlier when you're talking about um, how people have an uphill climb if they're trying to emulate us. And and one that's like super flattering, and I mean this like in the nicest way possible. Like, and you you kind of said this earlier. Like, there's a really good chance you're not going to catch me. And, and that's not because I'm better. Like there's probably better creators out there, but there's a really good chance that it, you may not catch me. And that's fine. There's about a, there's about a less than a 0.01% chance that right. anyone's going to catch you. But it's, it's all that's, you know, the followers, like that's kind of, it's great, but it's a number, you know what I mean? It's vanity. It's vanity. Right. Exactly. So I, I think where a lot of people go wrong is they start comparing themselves to others and what, I, I want to dissuade people and I want them to set proper expectations and understand like, you're probably never going to get to 200,000, like, like Nate, but man, like if you, if you rewound the clock two years and you told me that I had like 10,000 followers on TikTok, I'm like, that is incredible. And that is something that's very easily attainable, no matter what niche you're in. Um, and, and so I think that you really need to like hamper your expectation, your expectations and understand that like, you can still create a very, very successful following and a very successful platform. And it doesn't have to be massive, you know, relatively speaking, like, like what I've done or what Rebecca's done or even Ariel. 
Um, I, but at the end of the day, like you're putting uh, content out there to connect with somebody. So before you start creating content, you need to ask yourself, like, who are you trying to connect with? Is it a consumer? Is it other realtors? Is it other loan officers? Like who is your customer avatar? And then start making content towards that person. I love it. I love it. And, and I'll even take it one step further on what you just said. Uh, and this is the way I break it down. If you think back 10 years ago, how did you connect with people? You, you had to belong to a chamber, you belong to a BNI, uh, maybe a church group, you know, your SOI, your friends and family. And that totaled maybe 200 solid connections, solid, maybe only 50 strong connections. And even if your following's 500 and you've got yeah. You, you should have 5,000 on Facebook. You might only have 500 on Instagram. You might have 500 on TikTok. Just put it in that perspective. You have way more connections you've ever been able to have. Keep going because it will grow and it'll change. It could, cha it could change your life. It's, it's, it's about, I mean, it's as simple as reminding people what you do for a living. And no matter how big your, your space is and, and your audience is like that, you can't put a, like, it's so powerful that when I go to sleep at night, somebody's probably watching my video mm. or like somebody's probably telling their friend about my video or sending their friend my video. Like, how cool is that when you really break it down? Like, that is so cool when you think about it. And like, and I, I, you know, my, my kids have gotten into Dude Perfect. Like they're, they're small kids. They love watching mm -hmm. Dude Perfect. Mm -hmm. And they sat there and they were mad another, like a week ago, like he, they haven't released a new video in a while. Like, where's the new video? And it was, it was funny. Cause I started thinking, it was like, you know, I think I told Rebecca and Ariel, this I was like, do you realize like people probably say this about us and they're grown humans, but they're like, man, like Nate hasn't posted in a while or Rebecca hasn't posted in a while, or I haven't seen Ariel's videos in a while. And that's like a super cool thing to, to have, you know, going on in your life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, it's life-changing. I mean, and I think all of you could say this, uh, Rebecca's not here to say it now. She got tired of us, just had too much of us. Um, it's, it will change your life. It's changed my life. I know it has changed yours. I know it's changed Rebecca's and, and you keep doing this stuff. We'll look, we're going to bring her in just to, to end this thing. Um, it's, it's, it's profound. So you guys are, uh, Nate is the mortgage creator. Rebecca is the dot mortgage dot mentor, the mortgage mentor. And then Ariel is that one damn ginger. Uh, you, if you're not following them, you probably are, but go check out their stuff. Look at what they've done. Look at how they've kind of brought this together. Welcome back, Rebecca. Um, it's okay. We, we, we picked it up right where you uh, went silent. Um, let's, let's end this with a kind of a parting thought from both of you. Uh, Nate, I'll let you go first, uh, since Rebecca came back in and then Rebecca, you, you take us home. I mean, ultimately it comes down and, and, you know, I've, I've taught social media classes for realtors and even uh, a couple other loan officers and insurance agents mixed in there, all industry professionals, real estate industry, industry professionals. And, um, I, we all kind of say the same thing is like, you just got to go out and do it. And it sounds like horrible advice and just like, just lazy advice, but it's like anything else. You have to get some reps under your belt. It's good. Like if you look at my first video ever, like back on Facebook, I had my phone propped on against a coffee mug. And I, I looked like a, like a 60 year old on, on Facebook. Like I'm, I'm like this, you know, and it horrible production. And it was still better than not posting a video. That's the way you got to look at it. Get some reps under your belt and, and find, find your tribe. 
Rebecca, and closing thoughts? My, mine's a little bit shorter, but same sentiment, which is do the damn video. So you have to be willing to be bad at something in order to be great at it. Um, and you just have to show up. I love it. And you see what just happened to Rebecca. She just got kicked off. She jumped back on on her mobile. Like she's just she's just moving. She's pivoting uh, when technology fails her. And that's what happens. Um, it's going to come out no matter what. We're going to make it happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nate, by the way, I noticed your hat at top of the rock as in Branson. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, I went there last year. Great yeah. Weather. It's a pretty awesome place. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, you guys, thank you so much for being on today. I, I definitely will do this again. Uh, maybe we should bring Ariel on uh, and, and hopefully, hopefully for, from the people that listen to this, they all go follow and she, she reaches out to you guys. Well, actually it's not going to have any impact on her since she just went viral. Um, but maybe the five extra follows she'll notice. Um, and we'll help her out. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Uh, I look forward to staying in touch. I look forward to watching your journey and growth. And, uh, you know, you know, we're going to stay in touch. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 